What up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports. Your host, a special guest on the pod tonight. Go and introduce yourself, buddy. Smooth, man, aka the ladies, man. Fellas, you guys know what to do. What it, what it do? KC Lee eighty six live in the flesh. What's happening? BB fourteen ninety two here. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and go to the incident that everybody's talking about that went down at Arrowhead. Uh, Mr. Trey Songs was just trying to be a spectator, but end up getting held hauled off to dirty ass Johnson County. I'm sorry, Jackson County precinct last night. Uh, let's just kind of just go and delve into the story. Uh, I guess assuming what happened was that the dude did not decide to wear a mask and was not wearing a mask. Uh, some of the Chiefs fans had issues with that. You know what probably certain type of Chiefs fan that is in the air there. But, yeah, and uh, security was called. He denied it. He uh, denied uh, wearing a face mask. And then they moved on to the uh, police to have him removed. He also uh, refused to wear a mask, and they told him to leave. With him refusing not to leave, had vi- uh, validated that he was now a trespasser. So they had to uh, forcefully exit him from out of Arrowhead. Before, uh, going from the video, guys, what did you guys think about this, man? I mean, like, this is crazy. All you got to do is put on a damn mask. And you celebrities do not want to wear a mask. It's beyond me. Yeah. Well, uh, from what I've seen on, on, on his um, Instagram story, on his IG story, he had a mask on, you know? So I could see if there wasn't a mask inside or you know, anything like that, but he had a mask on, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, uh, we know what kind of fans those were, you know? Um, Somebody should have met him down at the county with a uh, presidential platter. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 and and see, and that's funny you say that too, uh, Bax, because uh, I seen, I seen at one point, he didn't have on a mask, and then one point, he did. So I looked at it like a situation. Is it, you know, a certain particular fan was pointing out a certain instance where he didn't have on a mask, and some shit just escalated? Because I called bro early this morning about this, and we was kind of laughing about it or whatever, and I meant to call him because once I found out it was all over, this COVID shit in a mask. Mm. And if, and one more other t- uh, thing, the cop that ended up uh, approaching him already had an issue with Trey and his group entering Arrowhead. They didn't have mask on, so they got into a little kind of confrontation before even arriving to their seats. No so this was did. something that was yeah, this was something that see I was I mean I was digging all day. This is something that was already boiling with that cop when his entourage entered Arrowhead without mask on. Oh, no, so, no wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Hey, man, shout out to Trey Songs, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to him, you know. He did well, He did what a lot of us black Kansas Cityans been wanting to do to the police for years. He did it. He deserves a mixed yeah, yeah, he stole he he stole on the cop or something like that too, didn't he? Oh, he had him on the chokehold. Yeah, he put he put that boy in that chokehold, man. <laughs> and he was turning and, blue. He was turning pretty blue. And you could hear people in the background saying that Trey didn't do anything. 
Gucci okay. probably did. Now, go ahead. Now, this is my question. What is he? It's Trey is from Chicago, correct? From VA. Yeah, that's where he's from. Okay. That's where I was just kind of figuring, like, what? That's why I was kind of asking Cal this morning, like, what is he doing there? Like, who is. So he was there rooting. He was just there, just watching the game. He was there repping for the home team. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 This is, I just want to add this. Why wasn't he? Why did he just didn't buy a suite or something to where he didn't have to worry about wearing a mask? You in the suite, you ain't got to my fans or nothing like that. Why don't you just buy a suite shit, and that's have your I entourage and do your shit like that? That's what I was asking Cal early this morning. Like, why wasn't he in a luxury suite at Arrowhead? That's exactly what I asked. They might have been sold out, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's a- it could have been a. Go ahead, bro. Some last minute, some last minute shit for him to, you know, come up here, and uh, I'm assuming maybe the the, the shot boxes was uh all gone, and like you know, what I'm saying he looked like rough as fuck. Look, he just got through making uh fucking uh working at Enubs, taking tires off. <laughs> he didn't even look like he should have even been there. He was just weird and random that he was there. Hey, but he but since we're saying he wasn't the only random motherfucker there. Selma Hayek was also here yesterday. Damn, I wish I would have been saw her. Yeah. Wow. Good old Selma Hayek. Mm. And you said there was some other uh, uh, entertainers uh, there too, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 Detroit rapper, uh, Babyface Ray, he was down here. Um, there's a few other people, man, you know. But I know those were the three notable that I remember, you know. So. But yeah, man, it's unfortunate that it had to happen to him, you know. Man, yeah, man, uh, yeah. go like, ahead, Lee. Like, like you said, uh, uh, smooth, somebody needs to have a uh, president's platter waiting on him, beef and a half, lean that, you know, yeah, that's very unfortunate, you know. I, I was just shocked, like, wow, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And uh, he was released at 11 a.m. this morning. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a whole full 24 hours, they were saying, but he got out at 11 a.m. And his lawyer said, no comment. TMZ also got a video. Like, see, whoever uh, whoever recorded that got paid off TMZ big time for that. Mm-hmm. And they also was able to get a, uh, a photo of him in Jackson, Co- Jackson County uh, Police uh, uh, Station and the booking. Man, ain't that about a bitch? Somebody snapped the picture and sold it to TMZ. <laughs> TMZ had all that shit. TMZ had the story about him getting out before anybody had it. So this was like all inner workings from TMZ. Hmm. Yeah, Goddamn right. Harvey. Mm-hmm. Harvey. Harvey's uh, got spies everywhere. Mm-hmm. But all I can say is this is probably the tune that he was probably singing inside of uh, Jackson County at that dirty end. When they, when they offered him that Stale ass, ass burger, fucking sandwich of a bologna. That sandwich. bologna and mustard, man. Yeah, with yeah, the Danish, like... with, the, with the cheese Danish. <laughs> uh-huh. man, that's, that's what I told bro. Bastard Danish, but baby, bastard. Mm-hmm. It's probably like hands in the air, living without a care. <laughs> <laughs> with the wind blowing through a hair. 
I'm in, I'm in jail in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to be. I just want to be. <laughs> wow. But now, man, uh, all that, dude, and all you had to do was put on your mask. You had one. I'm not going to call you a stupid bitch of the week. I'm not going to put you on the what the – well, yeah, like, what are you doing? That's pretty much what – like, dude, just – just put the mask on. You could have hopped in your jet. I mean, even if it was, a rap, I mean, you know, I, I still don't, I still don't see the problem. You know, like I said, the the videos and the footage that I seen, the man had the mask around his ears. You know, it was just under his chin. But I could have swore that the regulations were, you know, if you're eating or drinking, you, your mask doesn't have to be on. You know, so I don't know, man. But like a, I honestly, it, it was those those handful of Arrowhead fans, and we know who they are. Yeah. Hackling, heckling, hackling, whatever they got, call it. You know? mm-hmm. Could have been some Bills fans. That's, you never know. Yeah, that's you know, true. That, that shit is watered down, bro. That shit, that shit's too telegraphy, bro. It was what y'all saying. He got into an altercation on as he's entering Arrowhead. Come on, bro. Like that's what it was really about. I fuck the mask shit. I'm thinking that it was an altercation where he was a target. Once trying to enter in there and some shit escalate. That's what I think it was truly about. Once oh, I learned it was an altercation. And that and that's pretty pretty much what it was with the cop. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, when they entered Arrowhead, it's say like you go to the TMZ story, they got the whole story. Kansas City gave them a story their alleged story of what happened. Saying that when him and his group entered Arrowhead, it was issues about mass then. Went to his seats. They claim allegedly it was some fans heckling him about the mask. Arrowhead security approached him. He denied. He said he wouldn't wear a mask allegedly. Then they went and got the cops. Same thing happened. Got into a tussle with the cops. What I don't understand is why is this no footage of being shown or what happened leading up for him to feel that he needs to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Did TMZ make some cuts to the footage? Bro, they said from what from what they said that uh the cop basically just like he literally just walked up on Trey Songs and just grabbed him, like, you know, tried to get him up out of there, like, you know, it's time for you to go type deal. And then that's when you see the mm-hmm. whole tussle and all of that shit. And then he, he got loose and then he just put his ass in the headlock till he turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm with you, Lee. I think I, I, I'm with you, Lee. It just started from there because that doesn't make sense. After that, doesn't make any sense over the fucking match. Yeah, bro, that's too. That's too coincidental, right there, bro. Like, come on, <laughs> it, you had a target on you, bro. Whatever, however that altercation escalated upon your entrance of that stadium. <laughs> come on, bro. That that that's what it was, and they probably had their eyes on him all super hard, and oh yeah. But it just it's 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 the the main thing I'm taking from this, and I'm pretty much done with it. Is I'm shocked a dude of his stature. <laughs> I come on, man. As much money you got, I I I, I agree. The sweets was probably gone or something like that, but I highly doubt it. Like I'm just like man, nigga, you could, I would have been up in the suite popping my collar. Mm-hmm. Like, buy somebody out of their fucking tickets. Fuck that shit. How much you want? 
Yeah. Yeah, that 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 didn't make sense. But uh, I want to th- I want to thank you, Smooth, for being on, man. We're gonna let you get up out of here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, love what you guys is doing with this podcast, man. You know, brothers, black on. Appreciate that. My Appreciate brother. that. Nice meeting you, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice meeting you, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to have more guests on here, too, man. I wanted to tell y'all that, man. Oh, right, man. You know what? We take suggestions on shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Once we uh, get the actual visual, man, going, we, gonna, I got, we got some things working. We just trying to get the. The actual visual going before we really start having more people on here, but I appreciate you uh, yeah, man. hopping on. Oh, uh, yeah, man, for shit show, man. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right, man. All right, big brother. Appreciate you. Right on, bro. man. Right on. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and move it on to the football weekend. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. How does this whore keep doing it? I don't know. <laughs> But Tom Brady was able to take out the Packers, which was a very fishy game. Very, very fishy. It's a couple key moments in that game where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but let's just go ahead and delve into it. As I said, Tom Brady is going to the Super Bowl. Fellas, what are your thoughts about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the uh, Packers game? Short and sweet with this one. Um, I don't call it fishy or anything. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, this is a whole nother debate. You know, yeah, he's going to win MVP, which is, I think, silly. <laughs> you know, it's just silly. You know, here it is. You can't get your team to the big game again. You know, uh, Tom Brady is back in the game. And it's <laughs> short and sweet, man. AR, Mr. Discount Double Check, who we have nothing but the utmost respect for as football uh, anchors on this podcast, Um, myself and you guys. Um, We all felt Green Bay would be in that, in the Super Bowl, facing off against us and Patrick Mahomes, but it's a failure. It's a failure. I'm going to take one key point from this game. You got all these interceptions, which they did pretty good against Tampa Bay. You know, the second half, the defense started coming around and things started kind of, you know, going through. But you guys choked. Um, AR, you know, the head coach, whoever, you know, you guys choked. It was, um, you know, fourth and goal. You're down eight points and <laughs> you kick a field goal. So that was. I knew, I knew at that situation in that game, I said, they do not have faith. Aaron Rodgers did not have faith to even run the ball in. I felt he should have ran the ball in, and he has a clear sailing touchdown. Very clear. Very clear. <laughs> it was very clear. He, missed, he just failed. About five yards of clearage. Clearage. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I said. Short and sweet on this game. Tampa Bay is in the Super Bowl again. It's going to be a hell of a Super Bowl. Uh, the first team to ever uh, do this in NFL history. It just so happens our Chiefs are playing in this Super Bowl <laughs> as this history is being unfolded. But uh, short and sweet, man, Aaron Rodgers failed. Uh, the Packers failed. Um, they had plenty of shots to win this game. But Aaron Rodgers failed. That's how I have it. They should have won that game. But whatever. Tampa Bay's moving on. 
Yeah, I would just like to speak for myself, for everybody, and say I wanted the State Forum Super Bowl. I wanted to see AR versus Mahomes because we have been robbed of that several times now. We've had plenty instances of Tom Brady versus Mahomes. They're each, I guess, I guess the record is two and two against each other now. I guess this will be the tiebreaker and, and it's for all the marbles. But back to this Tampa Bay and uh, Green Bay game, I said on the previous show, don't be surprised if Tampa Bay wins this game. And to me, it's the defense that won this game for Tampa Bay for me because uh, this is your difference in the ball game. Uh, Tom Brady throws three interceptions in the second half. Green Bay only gets six points. On the two turnovers that uh, Green Bay made, the Bucks get 14 points. There's your ball game right there. Um, and like I said in the chat uh, during after the game, I said the Packers had their opportunities. The defense put the claps on them. And then you had that weird instance at the end where you guys just discussed on the goal line. We clearly had a space to ruin. And then you don't go for it on fourth down. You kick the field goal, and you say in your uh, in your press conference afterwards, "Well, we figured we had four we had four timeouts, including the uh, two minute warning, and that our defense will get a stop." So you you elect to give the ball back to Tom Brady and play defense, but not let Aaron Rodgers try to do something with the ball on fourth down. Um, so. That's two years in a row, Matt Lafleur. You have uh, shit it all over yourself. You got thirteen and three. You go to the NFC Championship game two years in a row. You splatter all over yourself. Aaron Rodgers. This is your fourth time losing in the NFC Championship game. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, uh, yeah, he's going to win the MVP and all that crap. But I, I don't know if he comes back. I know this rarely. This really tarnishes his legacy within the media and how he's going to be talked about forever and how he couldn't get win the big game and only got there once. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Tom Brady, even though he didn't play well last week against the New Orleans Saints, really didn't play that. I mean, he did all right against Washington and then really stunk it up in that second half last week. Um, finds his way back to the Super Bowl and, you know, you know, kept showing that damn graphic yesterday on ESPN when he's up there walking around with the fucking sunglasses. So I was like, where the fucking sun is, you stupid bitch? But, uh, yeah, here's what it is. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, now I'm laughing at what you call him a stupid He guy. is going to walk out yeah. on the field with his fucking jacket on, with his fucking he put on yeah. his fucking sunglasses and shit. Where's the fucking sun? Yeah. Yeah. I want to keep it short and sweet. Uh, Matt LaFleur, you did definitely drop the ball and splat as you tried to pick it up. Uh, he did man up and take full blame on that uh, it was a fork and goal, field goal kick, which they should have went for it. He clearly showed that he didn't have the moxie to do it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was highly upset about it, saying he doesn't call the plays. So uh, he was definitely against against <laughs> that call that the floor 
ultimately sharded on himself at that point. Uh, but uh, with the uh, the uh, option that Aaron Rodgers had to run it in, it was just weird as fuck to me. On that particular play, this is where my theories just always come in. If you watch the play, Aaron Rodgers clearly has the touchdown. The safeties are in the end zone. There's no linebackers around him to the right side. There's green, nothing but green pasture. Mm-hmm. He clearly sees it, stops, throws the ball in the double coverage. What the fuck? What's that? Was the are you thinking it's fixed, Kyle? Well, yeah. Was the fix on? Because Aaron Rodgers definitely has a high IQ. In football, and he clearly seen it. And you, and you got to kind of give some credit. Uh, you know um, how Beat said. You know uh, the defense, the defense alive for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was bringing it, and they were closing pretty fast on AR. And like you guys, uh, like we say all too often, we it's hard to sit and talk about plays. You know because we're not there going through the speed of those games. He may have thought, you know, because they were closing pretty good in on him. It was some times like that in the game where you thought he could have scrambled and they were on it, closed in real fast. So he may have thought, yeah, I can try to run it, but they've been closing in so good on me all day. And that's what I look at it. You know, I give, you know, credit where credit is due. <laughs> did play, especially that defensive line. They brought it yesterday. And they did. I don't want to take no nothing away from them, but that just was a weird-ass play to me, bro. It really I mean, was. It was. It really was. It re- I don't know if it was fixed. I'm, I'm not shunning away at that notion, what you guys are putting out there. But, yeah, that play was me. I looked at Pops. He looked at me. We was just like, damn. It's like – It's like when he seen it, it's like he was so fucking shocked that it was open. And he like he like damn I know I can't I ain't supposed to go for the touchdown let me just make throw this dumbass play in a double double coverage it just it just seemed odd as fuck how he just stopped all his momentum just stopped because it was clearly that was clearly a touchdown bro and they even pointed it out on ESPN like what the fuck you know but I don't know but like I said we ain't gonna harp on it too much longer but uh, that's just weird. But the whore Tom Brady is back in the Super Bowl <laughs> again. Throwing three in the fucking sections. You know, fuck it, he'll catch it. He's in there. So uh let's move it on along. Uh to our crazy ass game. Well, I ain't gonna say crazy ass game, because it was actually a great game, just just due to what happened in the stands with uh Mr. Trey Songs. But um let me just go off into some of this diets before we get off into it. I should have had him up. Sorry about that, sports heads. But here we go. The Chiefs was victorious, uh, 38 to 24, beating the Buffalo Bills 38 to 24. Excuse me. Pat went for 29 to 38, 325 yards, three touchdowns, and a goose egg in the INT break department, Brady. Take notes. Darrell Williams, 13 carries, 52 yard, one touchdown. Did his job. Miko Hartman had a little little tiff in the game yesterday, but he made up for it. One carry, 50 yards. Kyle Eversolaire was pretty much just a statue. I know it was his first game back, but uh, six carries, seven yards, one TD. 
which was a very uh, great TD that he got. Uh, in the defense department, Sorensen, I'm sorry, uh, Snead continues to have a great playoff with one sack. Uh, K-Pass also had one. Frank Clark finally showed up, had two. Uh, and Fenton also had an INT. Uh, but I'll just say this part. I kind of got something I want to talk to you guys about with, D, uh, with Frank Clark. But, like I said, he was uh, able to get the victory. Guys, what do you think about the Chiefs uh, in this game last night? Uh, a run it back, a run it back. The trophy stays here. A run it back, Tampa back. <laughs> Music to my <laughs> ears, man. I love it, man. Uh you know, uh, I just I just start from here, man. I I, I love this team so much. Uh this team, <laughs> yeah, take Mika Hartman's we you know, muck punt, spot them nine points. Yeah, I get that. But it's what you see, it's what you see, it's what you can't see that you see after the game what Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey come up to the jet and to corral them, let them know, all right, it's cool, man. Come on, snap out of it. We've been here before, you know, adversity. We know it's here, smack it in the mouth. That's what gets my blood boiling. <laughs> that's what I love. That's what brings, that's what brings the passion in me. That's what brings the tears to my eyes when I see that. You know, Big Red dialing shit up. You know, yeah, the kid muck the punt. What Big Red do? <clears throat> I'm gonna go right back to you. What's up? You go, you, you go produce, or are you gonna keep your head in the slums? I just, I, this team, man. It, like I said, man, um, they know they belong. Like Kelsey said, they played like it. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm about this team. That's stuff that you cannot measure. That's stuff that coach cannot teach. It's just the love of this, that this organization and this team, the brass of this, you know, has from top to bottom. You know, um, like you said, man, Pat coming out, having a very efficient game. You know, turf toe, what turf toe? You know what I mean? Like, he hears all this. You know, he hears all the chatter. I don't care what nobody say. You know, like Jordan said, you know, in, 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 the, in the Last Dance documentary. You know, I took that personal. He takes everything personal. Yeah, Josh Allen is. Aaron Rodgers is going to get the MVP, but choked at home to get to the big game. Yeah, I hear all this chat. You know, let me go out and do my one-two thing. Shouts out to Pat, man. Uh, I hate what happened to Eric Fisher. My heart goes out to Big Fish. It really, really does. I really, I, I'm sick to my stomach because he's been playing so good and and has validated that number one pick. You know, it's kind of you, you hate to see that um, with Fish. You know, everything going on with Schwartz as well. But this offensive line, you know, um, they protected Pat so good yesterday. Um, it's Championship pedigree, man. This team just has everything that you look for, that you yearn for, that you want. You know, um, defensive. Like I said, man, I know we, I know you guys get Frank Clark hard times and stuff like that, but I don't ever worry. 
you know, one of my friends told me today. Lee, was you ever worried at any point in the season that, that we would not be here? <laughs> and I laughed. I said, no. Through whatever adversity, whatever muff, muff punts, whatever leaves blown, whatever starting slow, I never once doubted that this team would be here. And it's just a statement and a monument that we're back, running it back. But this defense, man, they're the stars of the show. This offense, yeah, they're clicking. They're not slowing down. They're not slowing down at all. This is scary. The defense is the stars of the show, man. Uh, I ain't trying to take too much time, but I, I, I'm just spirited. You know, Stefan Diggs to get shut down like that, to like Beats, like me and Beats were saying, take take Diggs and Beasley away, force Allen to do something else. They did that, plus put pressure on this boy all day long. You know, it's man, just a you know, Frank Clark, two sacks. Should have been three or four sacks. You know, that's why I just stay quiet. Like, man, I know, like you said, Cal, we know we're going to get into him. But it just goes to show, man, some guys on this team just like to show up in these big moments, and he's won. I, you know, I don't look at, I don't look for him to get sacked each and every game. I just look for him to do his job and get back, you know, where we need to be. But this is this. This is this overall good good team win, man. Back to the boat to face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, man. I I can't give enough credit, man. I can't. I can't. It's a hell of a win. Hell of a win, you know. To run it back. You got, you got beats. Um, I'm just gonna soak it all in there, buddy. Um, I'm not as excited as I was last year because it took so damn long, fifty years. And now we're going back to back. But I am soaking in this moment because you never know when you will get back uh, to the bowl. And so uh, the job is not finished. Uh, we still have a game to play and we still have 60 minutes on the clock till we can uh, hoist up another Lombardi. Um, there won't be any parade this year, but I'm sure they'll do something where, you know, on TV or some shit like that. But um yeah, I'm just soaking it all in, man. Um, never did I doubt the game. I just, I mean, you know, you know how I feel about Miko Hartman. Um, you know, he has his brain parts. Every, you know, his moments in the game where he does stupid shit like that, try to do too much. Um, but I'm glad that Andy Reid didn't listen to me because I was in the chat. I was like, shit, you can just you can sit your ass right over there the whole damn game, okay? And keep playing like that. But um, that shows uh, faith in Andy Reid that he has in his guys to go back to him, even though they're kind of like manufactured uh, plays uh, for him. Um, but, you know, just to give the kids some confidence. Um, Buffalo did not know what to do with the Chiefs' defense. In the first half, they tried to do what they did last in week six, and they uh, failed miserably. Um, the Chiefs was just taking what they gave them, hitting Ke uh, Kelsey and Hill underneath, um, getting some other guys involved there with the, you know, like Mika Harmon with the end around and stuff like that. And then in the second half, they tried to go man, and then Tyreek Hill torched them up and Travis Kelsey as well again. Um, Mike Lee said um, 
Hats go off to uh, Fisher. Sorry that uh, you're going to be out the Super Bowl and with your torn ACL. Uh, it does leave me some concern for this upcoming Super Bowl against that D-line. I'm wondering how they're going to rectify that, but I won't get too much into that. I'll save that for the preview of the Super Bowl. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, um, we did what we had to do. Uh, the the Chiefs showed the Bills – like, we're a little brother, and uh, the gap is this far between you and us, okay? You think you're up here, but you're not, buddy. You're actually way down there, okay? Uh, defensively, uh, Spags uh, showed out again. Um, you know, mixing up coverages, disguising things, bringing pressure, taking away Diggs, taking away Cole Beasley making Josh Allen really think and flustered. Um, it didn't necessarily look like the moment was too big. It just looked like he couldn't he couldn't just read the defense and go through his progression. He made him have the ball a little bit longer, make him have to improvise and, you know, um, you know, run or whatever, which I say he would do, but uh, it didn't come, you know, become a factor within the game. Um, you know, special teams, other than that uh, Muff Hunt, did pretty good. Harrison Buckner and uh, Townsend and uh, Winchester figure out their little glitch and made all the field goals and things like that, um, you know. And then the Buffalo Bills, you're sore losers because after the game, you want to start fighting and shit. So uh, you can just, like Austin Ryder did, you know, na, 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 na. Hey, 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 goodbye. Okay. And then, I mean, that's all my thoughts around the game. It was an overall good win. Uh, you know, we went on a 38 to 6 run and blew their ass out the water. So, I'm And uh, one uh, stat that I did forget because uh, I don't know why I forgot it, <laughs> but uh, the receiving uh, yardage uh, that we had, Tariq Hill had nine receptions, 172 yards. A 19 yak average percentage, baby. 19.1 yards after catch average. Kelsey, big dog, 13 receptions, 118 yards, two TDs. Brian Prego had 22 yards, three receptions. And Miko had uh, two receptions, four yards. Did what he could. But uh, through the air, we did kill him. Uh, Tariq Hill took the top off of him a, a few times. Uh Travis Kelsey was definitely eating them up in the middle, getting them hard yards that they were not able to stop. Uh, Pat Mahomes looked good. Uh, like you said, Lee, what turf toe, because he was able to move and uh, be evasive as usual. Uh, but like I said, good, good, good performance by the defense. Frank Clark finally did show up. And this is what I mean by that, guys. <clears throat> One quick little thing that uh, was brought to me earlier in the group. This is what the young fella posted. I wish I got remembered his name, but I don't remember it. But it was in one of the uh, Chiefs football group that I follow. It says, this is what $20 million defensive line looks like. I'm getting a phone call. Sorry, guys. You guys hear me? Yeah, I got you. Just, uh, yeah. just uh, okay. reject the call. Yeah, I did. I did. I just didn't know of it cut y'all out or anything but uh it says this is what a 20 million dollar defensive lineman looks like frank the closer clark 
dominant in the playoff games. Okay, so this is what Frank Clark had has got within five games as the Kansas City Chiefs. Seven sacks in five games, three tackles, and two tackles for losses in these uh, – and what he had yesterday was uh, – I'm sorry, three tackles, two sacks, and uh, two tackles for losses. So for a total of seven sacks in five games in these playoffs. Now, this is my whole issue with Frank Clark, or I'm, I'm going to say issue or whatever. You know, it's not an issue, but I'm just wondering why – in the playoffs, I mean, he shows his he 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 shows his dominance. That like he's dominant. He's a man amongst boys on the field, which I love it. Frank Clark shows up, does his job, and shows why he's a Kansas City Chief. But this season, for some reason, and the season prior, it was a little rocky. Last year, he was unhealthy, had a couple of health uh, issues as far as being sick, stuff like that. This year, he was kind of like the the invisible man, so to speak. Yes, he got the ugly plays. He was able to uh, rattle some quarterbacks, but not get the pretty sexy stats such as the sacks department, which we all expect to see from Frank Clark. So I'm just wondering, like, okay, yeah, I love it that he's he's doing it in the playoffs, but I would love to see that productivity season during the season as well. I'm not saying he got to get a sack every game, but – I don't know how many sacks Frank got the whole season. But like I said, it, it was some games that I could watch and I didn't even notice Frank was on the field so I seen 5-5. Five, five. Well, my spin on this is, you know, I get what you I get where you're coming from, but I personally, I personally see this guy every game a, a, a half a second away from a game-changing sack. He he may not be getting the tackles, but guess what? He's making people go into the arms, into the grass of Chris Jones and Naughty and shifting people over to K-Pass and Okafor, holding his ears. You know, I like this dude, man. I, you know, like I said, he's another one of these guys, man, where you can just hear the, 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 the grit and the determination and the passion when he talks, you know. He, he, how 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 he responds to that? People ask him this a lot of times too, Cal. You know, what is it with you? You know, it's like you turn it on. You know, and during the season, you know, you kind of be left out. And his response is, you know, it, you know, all that individual stats. You know, the I've 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 accomplished that. You know, I've accomplished all the individual accolades in this league. I put in the work to 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 hoist myself on my own pedestal. You see what I'm saying? I'm getting at what I haven't achieved is back-to-back Super Bowl champions, you know, back-to-back AFC champions, things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? He's not all caught up in that. As long as he's doing his job, and like I said, it's it's a lot of plays where his his name is just a half a second away from getting talked about. On a consistent basis, he's getting triple team, double team, held every time. So that's the only thing I was just going not to say. I'm I don't agree with what you're saying, Cal, or nothing like that. But that's me personally. That's what that's my spin I take from it. Just hearing his response and how he responds to those kind of, you know, uh, not going to say criticism, but those kind of 
those questions that's coming that comes his way. It's the it's the response of a champion, a determined and dedicated champion. You know, uh, and that's just what sends chills through my body, man. And this goes to show, you know, <laughs> this defense, man. Chris Jones was wrecking, you know, Chris Jones wrecking havoc. How he was wrecking havoc. So it's just this whole defense, man. Yeah, uh, we lost beats. I'm gonna uh, get them pa- patched back in. But yeah, I mean, I, I ain't saying you gotta agree with what I'm saying, uh, uh, Lee, because uh, I know we all gonna have a different point of view on this. I just want. I just thought it was a good, uh, uh, good little stat point to bring in. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I didn't realize that Frank was dominant doing it like that in the playoffs, and he just brought open eye, opened my eyes. Like, okay, we know he get it done in the playoffs, which. That's what he's paid. Yeah, yeah. But I was just as as yeah. season wise, you know, he just just sometimes he goes missing. But I do get you. We've been saying it all year. It's been points uh, where he's been just a half a second off, and he is getting aggressively held. Yeah. Uh, double team, triple team, because he is that type of player. I get that. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, it just shows the yeah. mindset of a warrior that he is, just to click that switch and take his game up to another level knowing what he's having to deal with as far as holding the triple teams, double teams to get these sacks off where the game is more intensified. Yeah. And, and it's just like yesterday. It's just like yesterday, bro. Him and Chris Jones single-handed just took that game over. Like I said, yeah, he had the two sacks, three tackles for losses, like four, four QB hurries. You know, you add all that in, the two sacks, the three tackles for losses, all those negative plays, and then you're altering Josh Allen to throw the ball in a hurry fashion with four QB hurries. Man, him and Chris Jones, they balled the hell out yesterday. They physically owned that offensive line of the Buffalo Bills. And that defense, man, they just really – they were the talk of the town yesterday. Man, I just got back what on here. My mom tried to call me, so I had to be just calling. Then I had some, um, some issues. Got kicked out of here. I don't know. What you, y'all still talking about Frank Clark? Um, Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you already paid the man. You ain't going nowhere. Uh, I mean, I understand me and you want more production in the uh, – in the um, regular season, but I mean, I guess in these games, I guess if you get to this point, and uh, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of, I can see both sides of it to where, you know, in the biggest games he shows up. Um, yeah, you'll like to see a little bit more production in the uh, in the regular season, but I guess I can just give this example of in of uh, Aaron Donald. Even though in this past game he was uh, he was kind of hurt, so he was kind of limited. But in other playoff uh, in other playoff uh, runs with the Rams or whatnot, he's been schemed out of uh, he's been schemed out of games where he's a non motherfucker factor. But in the regular season, he's eating up shit. So um, right, I don't know. So I guess it's just right. a give and take type of thing. I I don't know, pal. But I see where you're coming from. As well, because I have those, I have them same feelings 
as well as far as you paid this guy all this money and having that production in the regular season. Go ahead, Lee. And my and, and my thing is this, like I was telling Cal, <laughs> this is how I basically look at it. His playoff performance last night in the AFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl, that's what most DNs will get in a 10-week stretch of an NFL season. Two sacks, three tackles for losses, and four QB hurries. Two of them should have been sacks. He was being held as well. Those QB hurries, those plays for those tackles for losses, those are like sacks to me. So he essentially got 10 to 8 weeks worth of performance in one playoff game in the get the biggest game you could be on to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that right there is monumental. This is another thing I want y'all to check out, you know, uh, if y'all can, if y'all can listen to it. But someone had asked him yesterday after the game, um, yeah, Frank, we know you're facing Tampa Bay and uh, Tom Brady again, this time in the Super Bowl. You got anything to say to Tom Brady before you guys square off in the Super Bowl? His response, nah, I got nothing to say to his ass. I see his ass on that field, Super Bowl Sunday. That right there, that right there. The Jesus never had it. And y'all know when Frank Clark gets opening up his mouth, he backs that shit up. He did it last year with Derrick Henry, where he was real vocal all, de- all during those playoffs and in that Super Bowl last year. That right there, we've never had it. As great as Derrick Thomas was, Neil Smith, those guys wasn't vocally in tune like that. Frank is vocally and he's, he's on the field action. See, that right there, when he said that, it's just like, oh, yeah, this defense is going to be ready. This defense knows Tom Brady is going to be at a spot. This, man, I'm just – it was just good to see yesterday, man. Just shots shots out to this entire Chiefs brass. I'm, I, I'm not kidding. Back to back. We're back in it. All right, all right, all right. This is, we are back this, at it. This, Running this, back this, tour continues in two weeks. Uh, we will uh, be doing some in between sh- in between show leading up to the Super Bowl. You know, just talking some sports and maybe some trending topics that may acquire uh, within a few weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, but with that being said, uh, fellas, I think that concludes the episode. I got a I got a couple of before we conclude the show. I got a couple of did you knows, just a kind of did you know segment. My first one, did you know, did, did you guys know Cole Beasley played this game yesterday with a partially broken uh, I did I did not know that, but I noticed something in one of those plays where he was coming out the field, he went down, and I believe it was off that left leg. Well, I did not know that. Yeah, I saw the notification uh, earlier today. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And did you know Josh Allen threw this ball 48 times in this ball game 
and did not have you know 300 yards pass. I think we had this conversation on uh pod leading up to this. The run game is obsolete in Buffalo. I don't know what happened from last year to this year. But, like, Singletary is like a forgotten man in that backfield there. How many times – let me see how many times I can see it on. That's a good point, Lee, because uh, I didn't read off these stats because I said – I normally do sometimes read off the opposite team stats, but I didn't. But since you said that, I just want to see how many uh, rushing yards did the Bills have total. And I was well, right. Josh Allen is going to inflate some of that. Yeah, he, I know he ran a lot. I know, I, yeah, I know and, Josh and Allen. You're right. He went for seven carries, 88 Josh yards. Josh Allen had about 88 with his legs. And uh, Singletary, which is the primary running back, had six carries for 17 yards at 2.8 yards per average. <laughs> and, you know, uh, that's, that's why. I mean, they – their run game is non-existent, wow. not unless you go with – which I didn't realize that Josh – I knew he ran and uh, got some yardage on his but I didn't know it was damn near 100 yards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, continuing on in the did, in, in the Did You Know segment, did you know – Patrick Mahomes has not lost a game by double digits since 2016, where he lost 66 to 10. I forget to who, but did you know Patrick Mahomes has not suffered yeah, a double digit loss since 2016? This team, this well, I can't say the Chiefs is dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, they was. It's like they were bored. Uh, oh yeah, and, and we and we said it a few times. Uh, and once these playouts hit, and the uh, level of play went higher, so did their uh, sense of urgency as far as their play. So, uh, like this Chiefs team is dangerous. I don't want to really get off into the Buccaneers, but they they gonna have, they got a problem. And uh, we know what's going to happen. But we'll get into that uh, Friday. Uh, yeah. And last but not least, did you know what I think is a really cool fact? Super Bowl 55 will be the first time in NFL history where there will be five, where there will be five or more and if black African American coaching assistants in this game, Tampa Bay has four of them. Ty Bowles being the defensive coordinator. Um, I know their running games coach, uh, like a mm-hmm. coordinator, a running game coordinator, he's one. Byron Left, Left, which is one. I think their special teams guy is one. So that's four black, that's four African American assistants. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, flip it to the Kansas City Chiefs. You have Eric Bieniemy, uh, 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 Al Harris, um, Sam Madison. So it's just like you still have. You also have the running back coach, and then you have the wide receivers coach who were who are black. Also, yeah. 
exactly. Exactly. Is it Greg Lewis? What's his name? I forget the wide receiver's name, my boy. Yeah, you have Greg Lewis. You have Greg Lewis. I don't know his name. And then you also have the running backs coach as well, Beats. So that that's a total of 10, 9 to 10 African-American assist, uh, assistant coaches in Super Bowl 55. As and I also bring this up. Did you know, I don't know her name, but that, uh, that uh, um, the first woman uh, referee will be a referee in this game. Okay, well, sorry, buddy. Well, sports heads, did you know? Yes, I knew that. Golly. All right. Uh, one more thing, because I forgot about this, I, and, and then this is it. Uh, I got I to gotta make a run, fellas. But shouts out to fucking uh, Clark Hunt. I have never seen Clark Hunt that goddamn excited, even when we won the fucking Super Bowl last year. Or the AFC Championship game last year, when he finally got a chance to hoist his father's trophy, he he didn't. I mean, he just seemed like you know normal Clark Hunt. He wasn't. He didn't show any emotion. But last night, I don't know if Clark was partying it up in the skybox, but he was hype as hell. Did y'all notice that shit? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. That's out. Shots out to uh, Clark Hunt. Me and my dad was actually talking about that, cow. That's so funny that you say that because my dad was actually, oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah it's like it's this like, like that, to this it, Super Bowl. Because I remember the little speech he gave. Like, like, he was just, you know, he's like a reserve guy. But last night. <laughs> yeah. He knows. Yeah. yeah, he knows. He knows that getting there, like Beach said earlier, relishing the moment, knowing that it's hard to do this one time, but to do this back to back, uh, yeah, he was really feeling himself. He knows, and this team knows, that they're going to Tampa to complete the job. And yeah, this is very the, – the first one was important to Clark, but that's so funny you bring this up. This second one, is really important to Clark Hunt <laughs> in this, you know, in this whole running back process. Shit, he beat the drum. He was the lead drum leader in the AFC Championship game, beating on the drum. So it was just that fitting. But yeah, B, like if you get said, a chance, just go on YouTube and lit, try to find it. But yeah, he was he was hella hype. But uh, with that being said, sports heads, this concludes another episode of Sports Talk KC. Thanks to Smooth, a.k.a. the ladies, man. He does do music as well. So uh, go find him on YouTube. Give him a little love. He's pretty talented. Been uh, R&B rapper, R&B slash rapper for a while. So check out Smooth. Uh, fellas, where can I find you? Oh, oh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> Ask Cal, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, if you check it for me. Yeah, if you check it for me, you can follow me at dbeats1492. That's all lowercase, all lowercase D E B E A T S 1492. All social media. Uh, Sports says be sure to subscribe and listen to Sports Talk KC on your preferred uh, podcast you prefer to listen to. Uh, as far as where you get your podcast, 
And then uh, be share, be sure to share the show with your friends and family. Spread the word. It helps us within the algorithm to uh, build up the community of sports heads that love to talk, uh, you know, Kansas City sports, but then also on the national level. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Lee, where can they follow you at? They can follow me at Instagram and Facebook and Sports Talk KC page. That's right. You know, um, like Beach just said, tell a friend to tell a friend. Keep tapping in. You know, um, it's just, uh, uh, you know, it's it, it's just a, uh accomplishment to me or it's just something that I'm grasping on to the, to the Sports Talk thing. Sports Talk KC thing. You know, you guys know we grind. You know, all our sports kids that listen to us know we grind and know know the passion that we put into this. But I just feel it's a it's a monument or it's a monumental uh landmark where we're at. You know, here it is. We've been doing this show two years now. And the two years that we've been doing this show, our Kansas City and beloved Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl. For both of these years of Sports Talk KC, I just want to say, man, that's that 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 is real cool. I'm glad that we're doing this. Um, it is it, just real exciting, you know, that our that our Chiefs are taking it to the to the end both years as we started off the Sports Talk KC thing, you know. And, you know, we appreciate everyone for listening. And one more little quick note. Show you how funny the NFL is, sports heads. Remember all those people used to say, yeah, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, they're going to falter without Big Ben, and they're going to be this and that. Guess what? The NFL is funny, right? Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown is in Super Bowl 55. It's that little tidbit sports team. Man, what the fuck is going on over there? I told you. Uh, sorry, y'all. I, I got to uh, – Make a run, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, good point, good point, good point, Lee. Sorry about that. Uh, sports is man, it's kind of little. I got, I didn't know I had to go go somewhere. It's always something when you're recording, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, we've been doing this for two years, and like you said, the two years that we've been doing this, our team has been successful. Uh, like I said, sports is, and like we say all the time, it is things that we're trying to accustom. Uh, I mean, trying to acquire doing this. It is some things in the inner workings. I know I keep saying this, but, you know, life hits everybody. And 2020, uh, 2020 definitely hit me with a fucking under, uppercut and knocked me out. But, I'm, you know, but things is on the way, sports age. Just be with us. Stay loyal like y'all been. You know, you're uh, going to have some shit coming. Uh, more guests, like Smooth said, you know what I'm saying? He's been knowing us for years. And uh, he's a... Uh, he loves the show just as much as we do, you know. So it's it's people behind us that support us and want us to be successful. Go ahead, bro. And, and shout out to Smooth once again. Like I said, my brother Smooth from brother from another mother. Like you said, man, love that dude, man. He's doing his thing, you know. Smooth, the ladies, man, he putting it down in the in the audio, you know, doing his one two things. He's very talented, like Cal was saying. Love my brother. Keep doing what you think. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, we love you, man. And uh, rest in peace to the late great. Oh, Cole. man. You know, that's another thing. Good looking, man. Today is the yeah, anniversary yeah. of the uh, other black mama. So I, th I, I, I thought it was I thought it was overdue 
to shout that out, us recording on the one-year anniversary day of Kobe. Black all Mom. right. Love uh, you, Kobe. Like I said, RIP Kobe and Lil Gigi and to the five other passengers that was on that plane that happened a year ago this day. Yep. But uh, we up out of here, and uh, we'll be back Friday.